0: Get ready to receive all that we have for you today on Empower to Empower Others.
1: We say greetings to each one of you and thank you so much for joining us this week on Empower to Empower Others. This is your host, Apostle Valerie Burrell. And as always, I'm grateful to have you in the room as we share another relevant kingdom teaching to aid you in living your best life. Our topic today, our topic today is capture God with your conversation. Capture God with your conversation. For some people, that might sound like, I do, I do. I capture God with my conversation. I'm talking to God all the time. Do you think that's enough? Talking to God all the time? Are you listening? Are you taking heed to what he's saying? Are you following the instructions? Those are the questions that we have to look at when we really want to capture God's attention. I'm going to be reading to you from a very common, I say common, and that's one scripture that's preached and taught often. From Ezekiel chapter 37, the dry bones live the dry bones live. So Ezekiel 37 verses 1 through 14 from the New King James Version reads this way. The hand of the Lord came upon me and brought me out in the spirit of the Lord and set me down in the midst of the valley and it was full of bones. Then he caused me to pass by them all around and behold there were very many in the open valley. And indeed, they were very dry. And he said to me, son of man, can these bones live? So I answered, O Lord God, you know. Again, he said to me, prophesy to these bones and say to them, O dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord God to these bones, surely I will cause breath to enter into you, and you shall live. I will put sinews on you and bring flesh upon you, cover you with skin and put breath in you, and you shall live. Then you shall know that I am the Lord. Verse 7 says, So I prophesied as I was commanded, and as I prophesied, there was a noise and suddenly a rattling, and the bones came together, bone to bone. Indeed, as I looked, the sinews and the flesh came upon them and the skin covered over them, but there was no breath in them. Also he said to me, prophesy to the breath, prophesy, son of man, and say to the breath, thus says the Lord God, come from the four winds, O breath, O breath on these slain, that they may live. So I prophesied as he commanded. And breath came into them, and they lived. And stood upon their feet, an exceedingly great army. Then he said to me, son of man, these bones are the whole house of Israel. They indeed say, our bones are dry. Our hope is lost. And we ourselves are cut off. Therefore prophesy and say to them, thus says the Lord God. Behold, O my people, I will open your graves and cause you to come up from your graves and bring you into the land of Israel. Then you shall know that I am the Lord. (laughs) Oh, my God. When I have opened your graves, O my people, and brought you up from your graves verse 14, I will put my spirit in you and you shall live and I will place in you your own land. Then you shall know that I, the Lord, have spoken it and perform it, says the Lord. Every time I read that passage of scripture, it stirs me before we even get into the conversation about capturing God with your conversation. And the conversation is actually our prayer with God, speaking what we hear from God. But whenever I, whenever I read this passage of scripture, it just reminds me of how powerful our words are. It reminds me the truth about how life and death are in the power of the tongue. And many times, in our lives, we see situations that appear to be lifeless. And based on what we see, we start speaking that. But this scripture lets us know that if we prophesy as led by the spirit of God, even that lifeless situation can come to life. So in Ezekiel, it represents a leader who has captured the heart of God by means of listening to the spirit of God. Ezekiel listened. He captured the heart of God by means of listening to the spirit of God. We have to understand that capturing the heart of God means our hearts are tuned to the thoughts of God. And you said, what are you saying, apostle? When we are in tune to the thoughts of God, we are in tune to the gift of the spirit that dwells on the inside of us. We have an ear to hear what the Spirit is saying to us. That's what guides us. Processing the thoughts of God represents the highest level of communication in the kingdom of God. And any interaction with the thoughts of God constitutes prayer. Now, you said, wait a minute, Apostle. What did you just say? Because I know for some of you hearing that that constitutes prayer baffled you because all you know is our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's a model. But this is what I need you to understand, that processing the thoughts of God represents the highest level of communication in the kingdom and any interaction with the thoughts of God constitutes prayer. Whoo. Okay. Now apostle, if, if I'm understanding that I'm not capturing God by all that conversation I give him every morning, when I get on my knees, and y'all, I love prayer. I love having conversation with God. But one thing I've learned is that I don't have to talk, but I do need to listen. I do need to comprehend. I do need to understand. I will put him in remembrance of his word, but I've learned not to go to God with a whole lot of honeydew. Do. We do not capture the heart of God by talking to God whenever we outtalk god because sometimes we do we we want to tell god everything and i was listening to um, ambassador yesterday who did a phenomenal teaching that's still resonating out of me on today he reminded us that because god knows everything when we're constantly going to god telling god what we heard on the news and what we saw on facebook and um what they doing and God know all that. He know all of that. But he's asking us to hear him because he wants to give us solutions. He wants to give us clarity. He wants to give us understanding by his spirit. But we've talked so much that we have not given him time to let us know exactly what's on his mind. Whenever we out talk God sometimes we have to recognize that we're trying to impose our own will on God through the vehicle of prayer. (sighs) That hurt me when I heard it. It ain't hurt me bad, bad, but it hurt when that, that revelation hit that there have been times that I endeavor to pray and I'm having a conversation with God. And I know it. There have been times when I've been talking, 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 talking. And talking, talking, talking. And then talking, talking, talking talking some more. And I can imagine now that the Spirit of God is saying, Valerie, are are you finished? Valerie, are are you finished? I'm sorry, wait a minute. The Spirit of God has something to say. Valerie, are you, and I'm still talking. We're reminded that when we are trying to out-talk God, we have to be careful that we're not trying to impose our will on God. And we think that we're not wrong because we're calling this prayer. Brothers and sisters, this is a violation of the law of prayer. Let me go to this scripture real quick because I don't want y'all to think I'm just saying something. And I don't have word to back it up. The model prayer. Matthew six. Verse nine says, Pray, our Father, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That's the model. That that's that's the prayer that we go to often but we have to make sure we're not violating us violating god because we want to impose our desires on him the objective the objective the objective is communicating with god so that we get understanding and i think that as we are endeavoring to capture god with our conversation The conversation is an exchange. There's someone that's talking, and there's someone that's listening. God does not want to be the only one that's listening. He wants us to have an ear to hear what he says and receive that. And so when we go back and we look at Ezekiel, verses 7 through 14, that's what gets me. So I prophesied as I was commanded, and as I was prophesying, there was a noise, a rattling sound, and the bones came together, bone to bone. What did he say? I prophesied as I was commanded. Is there something that the Spirit of the Lord has commanded you to say or to do? But because you were talking so much, you didn't capture God's, capture God's attention. You didn't capture God's heart because you were too busy talking instead of inclining your ear to hear what the Spirit of God had to say. Ezekiel prophesied to dry bones, and dry bones came to life. And as I was prophesying, there was a noise, a rattling sound, and the bones came together bone to bone. What happened? He heard God. He understood God. And he did what God told him to do. Look at some situations in your life where you've been having conversation with God, but your conversation has been one-sided. You've been talking to God, but you've not been inclining your ear to hear what the spirit of God had to say to you. No, I'm not fussing. I know, I know it might be tight, but it's the word. It's the word. God wants us to truly recognize that we have power in what we do and what we say. We have power. When we can capture God's attention through our conversation, that conversation being prayer, when we can do what the Lord says for us to do, when we hear him, listening to the Spirit of God, Processing the thoughts of God. We can see the manifestation of his desires for us. But I posted today earlier on Facebook that the challenge for many of us is not that we don't hear. It's that we don't understand. Word of God says, and all that get and get understanding. But how many of us just hear something? We don't dig deep into it. We don't ask any questions, but we just move based on our own desires, which are often against the will of God. Come on, brothers and sisters. We want to capture. God with our conversation. And how is that going to happen? It's going to happen by listening, by processing, and then doing. I recognize that for myself that there have been times and there are still times that uh, I'm not recognizing the precedence that the spirit of the Lord wants to set for me. I'm not always giving priority to what he's speaking to me. And I'm not always utilizing the principles that he's established in the kingdom. And because of that, there are times, and, and I spend a lot of time, I believe, in his presence because I'm listening to what the spirit of God has to say. But I also believe that there are moments that I've missed because I wasn't attentive. I wasn't attentive. I was listening, but not always processing as the Spirit of God intended that I do. I listened. I heard. I didn't process to get understanding And then I just began to move. Ah! Can I tell you that many of those times when I've done that, those moments in that movement was in vain, that it caused me heartbreak or heartache or grief in some way, shape or form, but it didn't have to. If we were truly inclining – our ear to hear what the spirit of God is saying to us, then we would capture his heart. And again, I wanted to share with you all that prayer is a powerful tool. It's powerful, but we have to know how to pray. And unfortunately, many of us have not been taught to pray. We heard the deacon, we heard the preacher We thought we had to scream and holler. We thought we had to use vain repetition. We thought we had to go to God with the same thing every day, every day the same thing. But God is saying sometimes I want you to just come and sit in my presence. (laughs) Sometimes I just want you to be in a worship mode and let me have your heart. Let me speak to you. Let me, oh, God, let me reveal some things. Let me enlighten you. Let me show you some mysteries. Let me give you some strategies. Capture me with your, with your all. Give me your undivided attention. To hear what I say so that when I tell you, as I told in Ezekiel, when I told Ezekiel in chapter 37, prophesy, stick to the bones. Speak to them and see what happens. Because he said, God, you know. Ezekiel was like, I I don't know what you're going to do with these bones because they look dead to me. He said, oh, God, oh, Lord, you, God, you know. He said, prophesy to the bones, and he told them exactly what to say. This is the thing. When we capture God's heart, he will tell us exactly what to say. He'll tell us exactly what to do. He'll tell us exactly what to do. He will give us everything that we need so that as we journey on the path that He's set for us, we can get what he has for us. I'm thinking that had I been Ezekiel and prophesied to the bones and heard the noise and felt the rattling and began to see flesh come to bone and skin come over flesh and bodies standing up erect. And then all of a sudden I prophesied breath. I prophesied breath coming from the north, the south, and east and west and it entering into their bodies and they breathe again. I would have probably, whoo, I ain't no telling. But what God did for Ezekiel back then, God can do for you and me today. If we're facing situations, as I stated in the beginning, that seem lifeless, capture God with your conversation. Go to him in prayer saying, God, here I am. Here I am listening desiring to hear what you have to say about this situation. Spirit of God, I want to capture the heart of God. I want to tune in to know the thoughts of God. I then want to be able to process what you give to me, God, because I understand that this interaction with you is truly prayer according to your plan. And then, God, I want to utilize everything that you say to me. I want to do it, God, so that I can see the manifestation of something that once seemed lifeless come to life according to your will. Not God, I need you to do this, and God, I want you to do that, and God, I... Mm-mm. We... Mm-mm. He said, you don't have to tell me what to do. I know what's best for you. I know what's better for you than you know yourself. But I need you to be still and listen to me. I need you to be still and really process what I'm saying to you. You said, but God, what you're saying to me don't sound like what I'm asking for. It's not about what you're asking me for. It's about what I'm telling you, you need. Oh, don't huff him, Paul. Please don't. Because, again, God knows what's best for us, even when we don't want to hear it. But the key is what? The key is this. The objective is always in communicating with God to get understanding. To get understanding. Of what it is he desires. This story could have been different. When God said, when the spirit of God said to Ezekiel prophesy, he would have said, I ain't going to do that. I don't, I don't want to see that. That's too much. <laughs> and he'd stop. What if he had just spoken and there was no breath in them and he just stopped right there? That you had bodies standing with skin covered and no breath. Ooh, what if he done that to us in our, our muck and my clay situations when we were lost and he, the, the spirit of the Lord spoke to us to pick us up out of the places we were in, breathe new life into us, gave us a new start, a clean slate in God because Jesus washed our sins away with his precious blood on Calvary's cross. What if God hadn't spoken to us and breathed new life into us, it'd be tragic. But I'm grateful. I'm grateful today that I understand now more than ever that I want to capture the heart of God. And I realize that I'm not going to do it by talking to God, but I will do it by listening to the spirit of God. I will do it by tuning into the thoughts of God. I will do it by processing his thoughts to get the clarity that I need to move forward in the things of God. I understand that I cannot, I should not impose my will on God calling that thing prayer. I shouldn't do it. We shouldn't do it, y'all. If we've been doing it, let's consider changing the habit, changing the narrative of of the conversation so that we can get the answers that we need. God wants to bless us. God wants to bless us. He wants to bless us. He wants us to operate in his perfect will, not his permissible will. And I think that's another thing that happens when we want to capture God, when he doesn't respond, because he gives us a permissible will, we think that he ain't say nothing, so I can do it. Just be careful, because he will allow you to do whatever you desire. But then when it doesn't go right, don't come back to him and say, oh, Lord, and he's going to say, yeah, okay, you're calling on me now. But when I tried to talk to you, when I wanted you to listen, when I wanted you to comprehend, you didn't have time. Help us, Lord. (laughs) Help us, Lord. Listen, I encourage you, go back and look at Ezekiel 37. Look at verses 1 through 14 again. And see what it is the Spirit of Lord has to say to you. See what he reveals to you about this account that will aid you in capturing God's heart with your conversation. Hear the specifics of how he instructed him to prophesy to those bones and in doing so, the way God said it, those bones lived.
0: Thank you so much for joining us today for Empower to Empower Others. We certainly hope that that message encouraged, motivated, and empowered you to live your best life. We look forward to you joining us again for our next episode of Empower to Empower Others. Love and blessings to each of you.